welcome to the Music Makers Village podcast. I'm your host, CJ Free, and this is a place where music, motivation, and networking merge. I'm going to cover a host of topics, all while encouraging music creatives like myself, who have big dreams, to keep pushing. Be sure to join my free Discord to connect with me and other music creatives, and always remember to be respectful and show love. Now, without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. What's going on, everybody? It's your girl, CJ Free, and I'm back up in this thing like, whoa. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Music Makers Village. And this is season one, episode three. And today's topic is, should you do music? Now, just like the financial people do on YouTube, I'm going to give a disclaimer. This is not musical career advice. I just tell y'all about me and what I do. And then y'all do what y'all want to do because I always tell people, do what you want to do. I don't like telling people, this is what you should do. This is five things you need to do. Like, that ain't never been me. <laughs> this ain't never been me. So, yeah. But um, I always laugh when they when we I be watching stock videos. They always say that this is this is not financial advice. I'm just telling you what I'm doing. So I always say, yeah. But anyway, let's jump right in. So the question is, should you do music? And I think the... I bet best way to tackle this one is to start with myself. Um, so I've always loved music. I, I, I tell people all the time, um, music is who I am. It's not what I do. And people always ask me, man, when you make them gospel beats, like how do you go about doing it? It's who I am. You know, if anybody ever watched me play keys or drums in church, like I'm always remixing gospel. So remixing and doing gospel beats is just an extension of me um so I actually asked my mom this question I said mom when you know uh when did you know that I had a gift for music and I think I'm gonna insert the clip of that uh right here but when did you know that I had a gift of music when was the first time you was like hmm she might be gifted in that area well, it, it stems back to what your grandma said when you was digging her pots out from up under the sink and beating on them pots for drums. And then you you asked for that keyboard and you used to play all the time. You were constantly playing music. And even when we when you went to church, you was, you know, you got involved and, in, you know, you sat over there by Keisha who played at that time. And you was like watching her hands and watching her feet. It was just something that was in you. Then you would just go back, take what you saw and back to the house and then you would start doing you know what you picked up at church then it just went on from there yeah i guess it was meant to be yeah yeah gotta say that <laughs> um like she said i was banging around using colored pencils and pens and banging on pots and pans and when she bought me the casio keyboard at best buy i remember that like it was yesterday Anytime we were going to like Circuit City, I didn't even Circuit Cities no more. I'm so old. Circuit City or Best Buy, I would always venture off into like the keyboard section and play with all the keyboards. Like, oh, this would be nice to have. And one day she walked over there because she was ready to go. And she was like, you want it? And I was like, yeah. And she bought it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, she bought it. And I used to always go up there and go up in my room and um, practice on my keyboard. And my brother would when he told me years and years and years down the line that he would come in my room and his his 
room was across the hall from mine, and he would come in my room and hide my keyboard adapter so I wouldn't come home and play my keys. And that's just whack. So I'd always tell him, if I get big off my music, you not going on stage with me talking about you was there supporting because you was had my adapter. Like, you was a hater from the beginning. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I can tell you when I, I mean, I knew I heard music and, and it could duplicate it. I knew I loved it. Um, with my keyboard, I used to practice hearing uh, when I what I would hear on the radio and duplicate it on my keyboard. So I knew I could do it, and you know I was you know pretty cool with it. But I think the moment that I realized that I should do music, or not even should, but that I was pretty good at it, is um, one day at choir rehearsal. Went to church a lot as a kid, and I was a teenager too, and um. I, uh, my mom was the choir director, so I had a little J.U. Weiss. I had a little J.U. Weiss, which is juice. I had a little juice, and our, I was in the kids' choir, and our drummer for the kids' choir was not there that Friday night. So I said, Mom, can I go over there? Can I go over there and um get on the drums? And like I said, I had juice. So she's like, yeah, come on. So I jumped on the, the, um, the set, and so the organ player didn't say nothing because the choir director said I could go, you know? And... He knew that was my mama, so he didn't want no smoke. So he like, you know. But he looked over there, and he whispered to me. He said, you know what you're doing? And I said, yeah. I didn't know what I was doing, y'all. <laughs> so, like, I would watch Keisha, which was, she was our uh, church drummer. And I would watch her so I knew to where to put my feet. I knew how to do my hands. But that was the first time I was, like, on a set like that, right? And, um... He he looked he just was looking like, okay, you know. So he asked me again. You know what you doing? I said, Yeah. You sure? I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm nodding my head, but I'm nervous like that. He gonna know how, you know. Cause I never been on the set. So um he started to play. The choir started to sing. I started to play. So I guess I did pretty good. Cause afterwards he looked back and he said, you take lessons? I said, nah. You sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. I don't take lessons. I'm going to have to tell Keisha about you. And that's the moment where I was like, I must have did pretty good. So, because, like, Keisha was the, was the drummer. So, if he was going to tell her, then I had to have something, right? And that was my first time ever on the set. So, it was like... I must have did really good. And I think that's when I knew, like, man, I'm all right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so um, after that, Keisha pretty much took me under her wing and practiced with me. Now that I am an adult, I see how representation is so important. And she was an African-American female um, and was the church drummer. You know what I'm saying? And it made me think that I could do it, too, because I was you know, African, I was a black girl, too, you know, and it was just like seeing that, you know, now that I'm a adult, I understand why representation is so important. So I got to shout out to Keisha Nixon. Uh, I'll probably, you know, try to get this episode to her and let her know that uh, she definitely, um, she definitely was the reason I even started playing drums. And I, I mean, I, I played drums for another like 10 years. And uh, man, it was it was a nice ride. I mean, but anyway, but that's when I that's when I knew. That's when I knew 
that, you know, I could do music. Now, me doing music and selling beats and all that and putting it out to the to the world like I kind of do a little bit now, that's a whole different story. That was more of a spiritual thing, and I probably had to talk about that on another topic. But as a young girl at, like, nine, eight or nine, that's that's kind of what I knew. Um, another thing is uh, mom's had got me, I think, a karaoke machine for Christmas one year. And I would take a blank tape, put it in deck A, because the karaoke machine had two deck, two tape decks and a microphone. Take deck, deck A, take the microphone, put it on the Casio keyboard speaker, and lay down the keyboard part, right? Say, look, I had made a doll out of a darn karaoke machine. Like, now that I'm looking like, dude, you made a doll out of... <laughs> so I will play back the instrumental that I just... Uh, put down on uh, deck A and then put a blank tape in deck B and then I would lay the tenor part on that. So now uh, deck B has the instrumental tenor part. Take that, flip it to deck A and keep doing the same thing. And at the end of it, I had a instrumental down with the keyboard, a three-part harmony chorus and a lead singing on top of it. I think I still have that tape. I'm going to have to buy a tape player and play that. I'm telling you. And now that I'm like old and know what I was doing, like I made a whole dog. I had a whole dog. <laughs> I had a whole dog, man. I, I, well, anyway, so back to the topic of, topic of if you should do music, I honestly think you should. I think you should do music. Um, if you feel like, for any reason, you feel like that's just what you want to do. You feel like you was called to it. I think you should. I know it was a whole debate at one point in time about um, if the, the younger generation was just doing it for money. They didn't have heart. They didn't have soul with it. And I get what they're saying. You know, I, I get what the, the back and forth was about. But at the end of the day, if you feel like that's something that you want to do, I say do it. If you feel like that's something you want to do, I say do it. Um, and I always say, don't let people discourage you otherwise, if that's something that you want to do. Um, and if you're unsure about it and then you start letting people start talking, you could talk yourself out of it. You really could talk yourself out of it. So I definitely, um, I definitely say if that's something that you want to do, go for it. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And going back to the debate and they were saying like, the younger generation and what they're doing in music. Eh. I mean, it's a different time. You Just like when my time came, it was different from the time before. So you got to let them get them room to breathe. Now, what I can say that I do find with, 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 with music now, and I'm kind of veering off, but I'm going to bring it back, is that the uniqueness of the artistry looks like it's trying to, come back but it 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 all of it was sounding like one big album <laughs> like it sounded like it was coming from the same person and i just remember like back in the day you know you had a couple of people that was coming out trying to sound like people but they was getting called out for it like oh you just another such and so or you trying to be another such and such. so when people were coming out they was trying to be different but still dope even on the producer side, like Timberland does not sound, his sound is his sound. He don't sound like nobody else. His music, that sounds like nobody else. Um, 
his sound was different from Scott Storch. Scott Storch sounds different from Swizz. Like, you can hear them and hear their sound. People were coming out with music and trying to create a sound. Teddy Riley had a sound. The New Jacks, that's his sound. You see what I'm saying? But a lot of that, is, oh, man, I, I, could, I can't tell you one person from the next a lot of times. I can't tell you one person from the next. I can't tell you one artist from the next. I can't. It sounds like one big quadruple re- album. Like, it's just, what is it? You know, like, so I think there are a couple of artists and a couple of producers that is making a sound, you know, making a sound. But the the ratio and the percentage is like, it's, it's, it's just an overwhelming of sounding the same. I think now... Uh, creativity and originality is trying to make a comeback. It's a small little light at the end of the turn, but I do think it is a small, but yeah, everybody was jumping on the wave because it was like, well, this is what's popping. This is what's working. Let me sound like this so I can get the bag. Not saying that was everybody, but that's what it kind of looked like. You know, oh, well, this popping, so let me make a song like this so I can get the bag. I can run the stuff up on TikTok, get the bag. It was like nobody was taking time to create a sound because Creating your own sound takes time, and people may not adapt to it right away. So it's hard work, but I really appreciate every artist and producer and every music creative that took time to create a sound because that's that's what I listen to. That's my playlist is full of original music, all the way back to the 60s, all the way, 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s, like, you know. But, yeah. That's just just that's just how I feel about it, you know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give you how I feel about it. But anyway, it's, speaking of originality, we need to go on and move to the next segment. Okay, y'all. So before I move on to the next segment, I'm gonna take a quick break, and I'll be back in a moment. Now let's get back to this week's episode. episode. Of today, and it's called. Y'all already know it's called Thanks for Being You. So, y'all already know. Let's hit it. I just want to take this time, take this time to thank you. So, this is a part of the podcast when I give a shout out and give flowers to somebody um, that musically inspired me. So, that could be an artist, that could be a rapper, that could be anybody. That could be people I know that musically inspired me in some way. So, today, is going to be about Keisha Nixon. Um, like I say, I, I I was thinking about it and I was like, man, let me let me dedicate let me dedicate this to Keisha Nixon because I grew up in church, um, and she was a full supporter of my gifts. Like I said in the story earlier Keisha Nixon is nobody I'm not gonna say nobody famous but she, but it's like she's not in the industry or nothing she's um she's a lady that went to my church and inspired me to be creative um I had like I said I hadn't played the drums before and she took me under her wing and she taught me you know fundamentals and she taught me where like I said I ended up playing for the church for quite a while and then she ended up uh, picking up another instrument, and she picked up the bass so she could play keys and bass, and then I could already play a little of the keys and drums. And so she would, you know, jump on the drums sometime. I would jump on the organ, and we would sit after church, like, sometimes and be just jamming out for hours. And 
I really miss those days. Like, it was just so much fun to, you know, my mom and then her sister was like, y'all going to get off that stuff and ready to go. If we had a program, we would do, like, segments. Man, I still got the video of this stuff. Like, we would do, like, um, what they call it? call it, music in our own way. And I would, man, I was flipping all type of musical stuff in there. And I would make, like, musical med- medleys. But I had all type of. I had some all type of ungospel instrumentals mixed in with with uh, church instrumentals. So when I make gospel beats, man, look, y'all, this is what I do. But anyway, yeah, uh, she just really, you know, she was always supportive. Like she'd be like, "Get up, get up there!" Like one time in service, the organ player was late, and she was like, "Get on the organ and play for them," like in a in a service, and like we had a big church at the time. This we had a big church you don't just get up there and she would always encourage me go get up there play that she was so supportive of um of my musical journey like and that's why I was saying earlier about representation by seeing her switch instruments you know I was already had two instruments I just like now like present day I just bought a bass because I had a bass I was playing around with you know back in the day but I want to learn how to play, play bass so, you know, just thinking about it, I, I just wanted to dedicate this uh, this segment to her because she definitely inspired me musically. And, yeah, she's, like, nobody famous or have a big account on Instagram or YouTube to look her up, but, uh, but she was somebody who inspired me. And that's what this segment is about. It doesn't have to be anybody famous. It could be somebody that inspired me, and she definitely inspired me musically. So, Takesha Nixon... I appreciate you, and uh, I really thank you for for inspiring me musically. I really do. Y'all already know what it is, man. We're going to the recommendation of the week. All right, so the recommendation of the week is pretty much me recommending something that um, I feel music creatives could use. So something I personally use. It might be a book I read. It might be some type of... Um, I don't know, it's some type of uh anything that I could that I that I use that I feel like people could benefit from. So um this week, this episode's recommendation is Banzoogle. Banzoogle.com is a platform for music creatives. It was specifically made for music creatives, artists, musicians, uh producers. It was made with us in mind. So all of their features, all of their everything is geared towards us, okay? That was the first thing that drew me to Pan, to Banzoogle. So my Beats website, cjfreebeats.com, is built on the Banzoogle platform. It's easy to create your website. And um, they have 30 days free that you can try them out. You do not need a credit card to try them out. I definitely recommend you try them out. Um, and then they have low monthly prices. So like if you wanted to get them, you can pay $10 a month. You get 10 pages, uh, free themes and is designs, selling tools. You can have subscription based programs. So kind of like what Patreon does, it's already embedded in the platform. You can sell your music. You don't even have to outsource and get nothing different. You can do everything. It is literally made for musicians and i really 
I've been having it for a while now. Man. Man. But you can check out my website, cjfreebeats.com, if you want to see, you know, what I've done. But it is hosted on Banzuku's platform. So if you are a musician of any kind or an artist or whatever uh, creative, you can have, you. I, 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 I recommend them. <laughs> because having a website, so you have other website, you know, e-commerce stores or whatever you want to call them but this this platform is for us it's for us so any tool you can think of newsletters you name it is on there video headers you name it anything you might need you want to sell your albums you want to sell physical cds they got all that stuff integrated take some time and check them out okay for real for real and all and the links to everything that I talk about will be in the show notes. So make sure y'all check out the show notes. All right. All right. So um we're gonna move on to the next segment of the podcast. Y'all know how we do. We gotta keep this thing cracking. Yeah, we gotta keep this thing moving. So the next segment is called the motivational minute. So the motivational minute is when I take a minute to uh encourage everybody that's chasing after their dream. And I'm supposed to stay within a minute. I hardly ever do. But it's the motivational minute. And, you know, I'm going to try to stay within a minute. So um, this week's motivational minute is being original in your work and not being afraid to do it. So I was talking a little earlier about how some people saw that certain sounds worked so what they did was get on the same train but if you have a different style and a different sound don't be afraid to showcase that because that could be just what everyone is waiting for and even if it's not what everyone is waiting for somebody's waiting for it so don't be afraid to try new things if you know everybody's doing this one way but you, let's say you bring in a different type of flavor. You're mixing this with that, and you're mixing this with that. Don't be afraid to bring it and bring it to the forefront and try it out. You know, don't be like, well, ain't nobody going to understand it. Ain't nobody going to like it. You know, I get it. I get it. But don't be afraid to do it anyway. Bring you into your music. Bring you into your music. Bring that originality. Bring that into your music. Because I guarantee you, it's somebody. Or more than likely, somebody's. Somebody's waiting to hear what you have to offer. But sometimes people get afraid of, ain't nobody going to be feeling this. Because it's kind of, you know, it's kind of quirky. It's kind of... You know, people ain't going to be feeling this. This ain't what everybody rapping on nowadays. This ain't what everybody flowing to. They'll catch up. And with me, I, I, I'm a, my music is an expression of me. So whether people catch up or not, I am expressing myself creatively. I have to get this out. It can't sit bottled up in me. I have to get it out. So that's my motivational minute. I probably passed a minute again, but just do you and... 
bring you into your music and don't be afraid to do it because of what people may say or think. Because somebody's waiting on it. Whatever, whatever difference or originality you bring, bring that into your music. Because somebody, your, your fan base is waiting, whoever that may be. Whether it be millions, thousands, or a couple hundred, they're waiting on you. So don't be afraid to do it. That's my motivational minute. And we're going to get on up out of We're going to get up on out of here. I'm going to get on up out of here. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Music Makers Village. Y'all know I appreciate y'all. And you know I want to invite y'all to join my free Discord, the Music Makers Village Discord, where other creatives are there to network. You got other artists, other producers in there. Um, there's a channel in there for you to put your music there um and so everybody can listen and give positive feedback we talk about all things music we talk about equipment we talk about songs and stuff that come out it's just a networking platform that you can join free of charge and come join me and other music creatives also you can um go over to anchor.fm and look up my podcast over there and you can drop me a voicemail you can actually drop me a voicemail and ask me questions you can also donate to the podcast um and and get other episodes we're available we i'm always used to saying we i'm available uh and this podcast is available on stitcher google apple and anchor fm now lastly follow music makers village on instagram all right follow me follow me follow me follow me all right y'all and until next time thank y'all once again i always got to say that a million times because i really appreciate y'all hanging out with me Thank y'all for everything and all the support. Until next time, holla front, holla back. Peace.